Hey, New Testament Review listeners. This is Ian Mills recording from a parking lot in Laguna Beach, California, on my way down to San Diego for the SBL AAR conference. The podcast you're about to listen to, Laura and I recorded a couple months ago on some new audio equipment, and we did not know what we were doing. So the audio quality is a bit rough, but the episode's pretty short, so I hope you don't mind. Welcome to the New Testament Review. Where we are so excited to go to the Society of Biblical Literature annual meeting next week! It's Nerd Christmas! <laughs> we look forward to this all year long. Every year, 10,000 Bible scholars descend on one city for a week of long, long papers, free <laughs> drinks, free food, and really nerdy conversations. There will be arguing. It's my favorite time of year. It's the best thing that happens to us all year long. We can cancel Thanksgiving and just <laughs> I would be okay with that. And Laura and I are presenting this year, of course. Yes. Wouldn't so, miss it for the world. So we thought we'd tell you a thing or two about our papers, a bit of shameless self-promotion, and also welcome you if you see us wandering the halls of the San Diego Convention Center Please do flag us down. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to talk to you. It makes our day when someone says, hey, I recognize that weird Kermit the Frog sounding voice. <laughs> You're the host of New Testament Review. And I say, yes. It is delightful. We get a huge kick out of it. It makes us feel like celebrities. Uh, we'll post a picture of ourselves uh, on the morning of uh, our, our arrival so you can see what we're wearing and annoy us. <laughs> and uh, please do stop by. We yep. love to talk to people who listen to the show. It Absolutely. just makes our day. So, Laura, what's your paper about? Um, yeah, so uh, my paper is called Making Disciples a Note on an Unusual Verb Form in Matthew 28, 19, in Acts 14, 21, and the Implications for Gospel Relationships. Uh, what I'm looking at is the fact that the verb mathetuo, uh, used in an active sense with, a, with an accusative object, is a unique Christian invention that shows up in uh, Matthew 28 for the first time. Before this, discipling yourself is always a reflexive verb. It's always the thing that you do uh, yourself under to somebody else. So, like, I make myself a disciple of Plato, for instance. And the, the first people start using the, dis, the verb form to disciple in an active sense are Christians. And this is a very unusual way to use this word. Outside the New Testament, every time we have someone use this verb form is someone who has been reading the Gospel of Matthew. And this unusual verb form also shows up in Acts 14. So this seems to suggest that this unusual word is something that tends to happen when you have been reading Matthew. So does this mean that the author of Acts has been reading Matthew? Cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear that, it will be given at 4 p.m. on Sunday uh, in the Synoptic, Synoptic Gospel panel. I would love to see you there. It'd be really exciting. So Great. So my paper is titled, Christian Corruption of Jewish Scripture, Rewriting Greek Isaiah 53 as Messianic Prophecy. My title, of course, is a play on Bart Ehrman's important book, the Orthodox Corruption of Scripture, where he looks at theologically motivated textual variants that are introduced into the text tradition of the New Testament. He doesn't, and almost no one has, looked at the Greek Septuagint. While the Greek Old Testament was a production of Hellenistic Judaism, most of our manuscripts come from the hands of Christians. We should expect, therefore, to find theologically motivated 
changes in the Old Testament, the same way we find them in the New. And while a number of important scholars have said that there is no evidence for this, I think that's plainly wrong. So I'm looking at a number of places where Christians have edited, rewrote, or interpolated books of the Old Testament to accord better with how they understood these texts. I draw attention to a number of better-known examples, Jesus ruling from the wood in Psalms, but then I spend most of my time drawing on a new example, some proposed Christian changes to the Greek of Isaiah 53 to make it more clearly refer to Jesus. That sounds really interesting. Thanks, Laura. 